I, I want to get going live because we're talking okay. a lot. So let's do it. Let's go live. Welcome to the Rock. Frank is Frank not coming back for this one? I don't know. I don't give a shit about Frank. Um, <laughs> He's shit. Here we go with this. Of course, of course, we have a, a similar thing going on here because it's still Wonderland, and uh, they're they're being fucking. They're, they're breathing down our throats here, and oh, what's going on? We have an emergency thing. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the B-movie battle sanctioned by the government of Wonderland. Swear words of Class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the show. All other swear words are restricted. Wonderland officials of Ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the show and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for one continuous hour. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until the review concludes. Blessed be our Wonderland leaders in America, a nation reborn. B-movie battle is now in effect. Cut so, off the intro there. So, hi. We're gonna, we're gonna do that every show, aren't we? Yes. What B movie what? battle episode fifty two? Nick Cage cast thirty for The Rock from nineteen ninety six. Adam's first and last pick. I'm Phoenix West. Dick to get. Why did I agree to this? <laughs> I'm Jansen Carlin. Nothing from the previous shows should be carried on to B movie battle. Um, this is a first time we're hearing that purge thing we never heard that before isn't that crazy so wild that was a first okay um adam chose the rock i made fun of him the rock is a weird movie for me if i could indulge myself for a minute <laughs> like we have a choice <laughs> no um well here you are interrupting me so clearly fuck you <laughs> i just because i want to get like everyone's perspective of the movie before we continue no I just feel like it takes too much away from a couple things. The Rock, for me, when I hear it, I go, eh. When I watch it, I'm fine. I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is a fun movie. But I go, Face Off is my fucking jam. Mm. Face Off is my move. Like, that hits me in the heart. <laughs> and I don't know why. It's a stupid fucking movie. <laughs> but, but this movie doesn't have that enjoyment level for me. And I feel like it's like kind of a big, dumb action movie. It's like it's just it's, it's right there. Yeah, it just doesn't deliver. Yes, and and it also takes away from another Michael Bay movie, which I love more, Bad Boys. Mm -hmm. I love Bad Boys so fucking much. Oh yeah, and I feel like this just kind of takes away everything from it. And this is the one he made right after that, and I'm like, but Bad Boys is so funny and and great. Yeah, this feels like a step back. It does, but that's that's why I, I get like a cringe when I hear The Rock. I'm like, but it's a good movie. It really mm -hmm. is. Dick, what are your thoughts on The Rock? Rock or Dick? <laughs> well, I feel like The Rock was sort of the beginning of the end of the action movie because it was sort of the end of like the Arnold Schwarzenegger type action where now every man could be the action hero because 
Nick Cage won the Oscar in 95 for Leaving Las Vegas. He follows it up with this. We're supposed so, to be doing Leaving Las Vegas this episode, but we're not. No, God, if you want me to fucking depressed, you go watch Leaving <laughs> Las Vegas. I can't <laughs> watch that movie. Holy <laughs> shit. But um, this movie, it's like, it, I, I feel like it's it's the, it's the, it's the it's like the first nail in the Nick Cage coffin, mm-hmm. where it's like it was successful. How many nails go like, into that fucking? Oh, I think about thirty. Because he just this was the first time he like he, he he's probably this is when he first made real money, like twenty million dollars or whatever it was, and he probably thought, "Holy shit! All I got to do is do this, and I could buy my dinosaur eggs and my Elvis tapes, and I could probably marry Lisa Marie Presley." And he did within that year. He was so in the Elvis. He got inside Elvis's offspring. That is awesome. Well, there's another Nick Cage movie, uh, Married in Vegas or Engaged. What was the honeymoon in Vegas? Honeymoon in Vegas. Yes, it's Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. Yeah. It's an okay Mm -hmm. movie. They skydive. It's not that good, but it's 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 an Elvis movie. But they skydive at the end. Skydive. I'm the Elvis skydiver. But The Rock is. It's probably the last of its kind because it's very much, uh, you know, it's not a politically correct movie, and it's also an action movie where the bad guys aren't really bad guys; they become sort of martyrs. Are you it's telling not, the gay guy from Boston Common yes. showing up and being like, "Oh, it's bad, oh, ridiculous!" Well, I have to <laughs> cut your hair. A, How do you like your haircut? I'm a hairstyler. That was politically correct. Is that what you're it's saying? It's Sean Connery looking at like you fucking faggot. Get your hands off me, you faggot. But um, and then this this movie is big dumb action movie. It is level four and below, Dick. Come on. Sorry, sorry. This movie is level four stupid. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. I put this, that it is the, stupid. I put that in the purge intro, thinking you guys would say the f word less, and it's <laughs> only increased the amount of f word. <laughs> <laughs> what, what faggot? Backfired. Yeah, not, not fucking faggot. <laughs> fucking faggot. You're gonna get. I'm gonna do the demolition man. Richard Pierce, you've been deducted one credit for violation of the verbal Miranda. I'm gonna show the demolition man thing every yeah, time. Ver- verbal, mor- verbal morality Miranda. act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You piece right, of sorry, shit, motherfucker. Fuck you. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use a three seashells. He's so far so much for the three seashells. I showed the girlfriend that the other night. Oh. What, Demolition like, Man? What is happening? I'm like, Demolition oh. Man is a good movie. It's but like, I said, I go, ignore all the serious stuff. It's just a thing for out of fish or out of water fish, like, jokes. Dude, the future. That's it. That's it. And, all it is. And, a great Arnold, and a great Arnold Schwarzenegger. A great Rocky Balboa ass. It's a great Wesley Snipes movie. It's a great Stallone movie. He's where I got my first name. Yeah. Snipes? No, Phoenix. Oh, yeah, Phoenix West. It is, I get it is it. true. Yeah. Yeah, but but I but I believed it for like a year. <laughs> no, it is it is actually true, Frank. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, it's Simon Phoenix, true. yeah. I, I joked around with you that it wasn't true, but it definitely is true. Oh, I, I can't I deny it. it. <laughs> I love that movie. Anyway, we're talking about The Rock. Uh, and then I, and then I was like, we're talking about that movie. We're talking about this movie. A movie yeah. I like less. Yes. Let's talk the Rock. Yeah, I would the, say that's accurate. Yeah, the uh, Sean Connery vehicle. Do yeah. you think Con Air is better than The Rock, though? No. Pause that. Jansen, The Rock. 
first, um, first thoughts? What are your you know history? So this movies? isn't a Nicolas Cage movie. This is a Sean Connery movie. That's my that's my first thoughts, right? Okay. Nicolas Cage is the secondary protagonist in this story for me. I think this movie is about Sean Connery. He's the real the real winner and the real like standout act in the whole thing. Um, he's got the funnier uh, one-off bits. He's got the the better moments of winning. He's got the, the more badassery, right? It's it's a Sean Connery movie. He's even top built on this. So what do you want to say, Frank? Hey, Jason, do you, what? Do you think do you think Sean Connery when when, when he has women over, he goes, "Welcome to my cock." Manson, <laughs> <and> continue. Sean <laughs> um, dead. That being said, um, I stop. I thoroughly enjoy this movie. I I will agree with Phoenix where I I, I believe that there is something to be left on the table or, or something still wanted from this movie that it doesn't quite deliver. Um, quite like other movies do like like Let face off okay. right it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make you feel like a like a face off does but that being said i also agree that this is the beginning of the end for nicholas cage um and this is i i think this is the beginning of the down the downfall <laughs> what do you the mean 20, frank the 25 year downslide of i know I'm like, what are you talking about He's done so much more after this. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the fact that he's not a successful actor. He's. he's pose the question. We'll talk about that later. Definitely. What pose? What question? I'm just saying. Oh, I've heard. I've heard now half of this cast say that same thing, and I'm like, Frank, hold on. <laughs> Frank, hold on. Jansen, okay, you got your opinion out. We're gonna talk about that later. Um, well, no, I, don't don't it, but, I know, but Frank is apparently determined to discuss. So. I just want to put All a pause right. because I want to get to uh, Dick's question of Con Air. I want to get to your question of the downfall okay. and all that. So continue with your overall thoughts of the movie, just in generals. Okay. In generalization, I, I, I still truly enjoy this movie. I think it's got so many things going on in it and so many so many actors in the cast that you see in other things that you're just like, man, I, I, I remember him from this. I remember her from that. Like, I, I really enjoy seeing them in a different role, even if it's not big, like it's fun to see them playing that piece of it. Um, and it's, it's just a fun cast, right? I mean, like Ed Helms playing this like totally whacked out. What? Ed Why Helms from the office. In or Hang not Ed, Ed Helms. Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Helms, yeah. Ed Harris. Um, I knew it was a H. Excuse me, sorry. Ed Harris playing this totally whacked out general. Like I would love to see Ed Helms. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Harris, sorry, excuse me. Um, but him, like uh, John C. McGinley from Scrubs, like barely like, in it. Barely in it, but it's like, oh man, Doctor Cox. John C. Doing? McGinley has had a giant career. He was in a he bunch had. of movies before Scrubs. Right, right, but, but seven for, me, for God's sakes. For me, John C. McGinley is Doctor Cox, right? That's yeah. that's how I know him, you know. And so to see him in this type of serious role, because you're so young. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, that's of, that's my generation, and that's my like my takeaway from that, right? Yeah, so, I think of Freddie got fingered, where Freddie goes into or or, or uh, what's his name, uh, Rip Torn. No, the main. Oh, 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 Green. God, Tom Green, yeah. Tom Green goes into his office and, and rubs his teeth, and he's like, yeah, he's like, my doctor says I have the cleanest colon and everyone has ever seen because every day I scrub my colon with that toothbrush. I'm like, and that's what I think of when I think of John C. McGinley, and that bothers me. Right. Scrubs, like Jansen said, 
fucking a ton of stuff, and, and mm-hmm. that's what I think of. Black's Was brother. he in that? I just told you he plays the he plays the doctor? doctor who who's yeah. stolen with a toothbrush that Tom Tom Green just brushes his teeth with. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. I don't watch that movie. No, he's the he's he's like the main doctor that yells at all the other new doctors. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, he calls them all girls' girl names and stuff, and he's completely mm-hmm. like not politically well, correct, and it's the best yeah, part of the show. Great. He's great. Except for Black Scrubs, because Black Scrubs was a surgeon. And a callback, do you know that Zach Braff is dating Florence Pugh right now? Who? They're a hot item. Is he gay? This TMZ bullshit again. What are we doing, Dick? That's, not, that's why I was doing that. for the TMZ. <laughs> we're bringing back the Anyways, TMZ podcast. Wrapping up my thoughts, I enjoy the movie. Does it leave something to be wanted? Yes, but it's, it's a fun movie to watch. Uh, fun fact, like, truth be told, I have probably seen this movie 10 or 12 times but never from beginning to end wow it's because it was always on tv and i was i would always catch it like 30 minutes after it started so it was really fun to watch it all the way through and like get the whole picture of the entire story was great i want to tack on to that this movie used to be on stars and cinemax we used to have amazon every fucking day the minute we have to watch it it is gone i have to i have to (laughs) Either pay per view it or watch it on the hard drive. I can't find it anywhere. It was on. It was on Netflix for thirty years. Of course, <laughs> years. now it's. Gone. I rented it when Netflix was just a rental service. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> now it's completely gone. So I was like, yeah, because I've seen this movie before. I've seen it maybe twice. It's yeah. on. I mean, it's not one that I revisit at all. But Frank, tell us about your rock experience. No, thank you. What's that? Your turn. Oh, okay. I love this movie. <laughs> I've seen it so many fucking times. It's insane. Am I like, thinking of I might be thinking of stealing Harvard. Anyway, with another time frame movie. Oh I'm looking it up now. Way to go. Way to ruin it. I'm th- I'm Frank, Frank no, tell him to shut the fuck up. You're talking. You're, you're right. think you're, you're thinking right. about that movie where he was wearing the Harvard uh 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 and then they take. I the was so the wrong to interrupt you, Frank. Continue. <laughs> okay, so I apologize. Continue. <laughs> okay, so this movie is is so there's so much cheese in it that it's it's oh, yeah. literally it's literally like a like like a cheese sandwich, but the bread so is much. is also cheese. Yeah, like, <laughs> but. <laughs> Like, I I watched this movie, and it's not like it's good, but, like, the acting level quality in this movie goes from good to weird to bad to good from the same character. Probably this movie is a fucking uh, autistic child, let's (laughs) be honest. Yeah, like, it doesn't know what it wants to be. It does is, Is it supposed to be serious? Is it a comedy? Is it cheese? Is it Michael Bay explosions? Enough with the chit chat, a hole. Yeah. Is it every fucking, you know, action movie cliche, you know, wrapped up on the smallest island possible? Like, with the most, like, it's got everything. Like, it, it's got everything and nothing at all. Thank you. <laughs> Just going to say that. Like yeah, it's there's so no, imagine if everything you liked had no substance. That's this movie. Yeah, 
you know, I mean, it had it had a great fucking, um, you know, war type of battle scene. You got that. You know, Reese was fucking down there. Ed Harris is up there. I mean, you know, because I can never remember the fucking guy's real name. So I, mm-hmm. he's always Reese to me from Terminator. Michael Bean. Thank you. And you know, uh, he's always the he's the like talk about a typecast character in Hollywood. He's the same guy in so many movies. We'll talk about that definitely down the road here. But the thing is, is I love him as the same guy in so many, like he was awesome as that guy shooting guns and shit, right? In aliens. And he was great as that guy uh, shooting shit. Navy SEALs. Yeah. in that, and then he, he was great in Terminator as that, soldier guy who came Kyle back Reese, who was a soldier who, yeah it's like get up soldier it's like can he do anything but that and i don't he I don't banged know. edward furlong up inside linda hamilton he's that good <laughs> talk about a vestigial twin oh man what a fuck up he did <laughs> he fucked up an entire franchise with that cum dump he did oh what man a fuck. He, changed he turned the into world. he turned into uh he turned into uh patrick bateman on the set <laughs> Not only did that cock create World War Three and, uh, and nuclear Armageddon, but it also saved humanity. Afterwards. I want you off the set, you prick. <laughs> That's what a professional. Literally, Reese's cock did all that. I mean, that's awesome. I wish. I hope my legacy ends with nuclear war and hum- humanity's savior after the fact. Well, don't no. ever watch don't ever watch the Terminator 2 director's cuz it's terrible. I watched it. It's horrible. I've seen it. I've seen Terminator it's 2. So bad. More. It's so bad. It ruins Terminator. It no, ruins the movie. No, it, nothing can ever. No, no, T2 is is good. Going off how this is Adam's last pick. He mm-hmm. sent me before he died. He sent me a bunch of Blu-rays that we talked about in the chat. And one of them is Terminator 2 the director's cut and I'm 4K and it's it's okay. Like it's just the, the, that scene with, with Kyle Reese coming back saying, get up, soldier. It's just so bad. It's like, yeah. I, get, I don't need that scene. It's not. It's just too on the nose. And the it's original just, is so perfectly edited, and it's just a perfect action movie. Don't fuck it up with the director. Speaking of editing. Speaking of editing. This is rock. where I play the Jansen's Lloyd Wonderland clip. Because I can see what you're looking at. I'm here. not. I'm not. I'm looking at these actors as you guys are talking about them. Is okay. what I'm doing. I mean, there's I, so I many great play. ones, right? Yeah, I know. Like, like, uh, there's, like, there's so many great actors in this fucking movie. It's insane. There are. There yeah. are. Yeah. There's a lot of great character actors in this movie. Yeah. But like, okay, so the scene when they're underneath Alcatraz, right? And it's just Nick Cage and Sean Connery, right? And they're talking as. You know, like McGinley and everything are throwing bombs down there to try to flush them out, and yeah. somehow this this one gallon gasoline uh, tank from 1970, you know, back when they were metal, <laughs> it, it somehow not only creates a backdraft before the the inferno of fireball comes and napalms the entire islands tunnel system with them in it thank god there's an inch of water they can swim through somehow there, there must have been a gas leak going on in those tunnels i know it, it absorbs everything in that tunnel they, they, i mean you, 
it, it would have to be possible. I mean, years and years of just buildup of all kinds of gases in those tunnels could lead to some sort of explosion like that. Yeah, I'm sure. I, if there were I gases, guess, but there weren't. It wasn't yeah. used for 40 years. Yeah, I guess. But if this guy didn't literally say, this is going to be big and went, I'm like, it's a gas can with someone's fucking cell phone tape to it. Like, literally, it was the worst prop of the entire movie. No, but. Uh, a broken arrow, though. Remember, uh, oh, a yeah. flare on a gas tank blew up yeah. like a fucking napalm bomb. Don't forget that and, one. And I disagree. I think the worst, the worst prop in the whole movie was the motion sensor on top of the grate in the bathroom. What was wrong yeah. with that? It just looks stupid. <laughs> it's like a little plastic ball with a spring in it. Like what the fuck? Guess, uh, no, it was a no. That was the backup. I understand that, but like it's all built around that or whatever, so it just looked. Yeah, no, I got it. It was a motion sensor with a filament. Yeah, the filament. Yeah, um, yeah. so like, uh, but it's so stupid. And like, and like, like when I watched them taking apart the the elegant, unstable pearl, whatever green shit, so we know it's horrible for you, right? Um, And I can see the chip that he's. That they're talking about. I'm like, why don't you just take your screwdriver and just go uh, to the chip, right? (laughs) Slide it back instead of taking the whole fucking thing out. Like, like, and you're gonna tell me that that Nicolas Cage dismantled 15 of them bitches in a minute. Well, I think Mm -hmm. the part of and then takes another hour to get the next two, and they shot off one. Like, it's like what the fuck. I think no, no. I'm sorry. I just plowed right through you, Phoenix. But go ahead. I, I want to read to you a Michael Bay quote. No, hold I on. Know, what I Phoenix, know what you're going to say. What's Phoenix going to say? I think, Dick, because I read the quote as well. Is it about the grates, the, the, the furnace? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Hold on. Is it, okay. I want to answer Frank's question. Okay. He didn't destroy the chip because if the if he destroyed the chip, but the bomb still, because it's still controlled by the 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 piece it's connected to it would still shoot the rocket it would just fall immediately you know so it would still blow like it would still break those little glass tubes what i'm saying is that the chip was like a plug-in light bulb right right and the chip was all exposed because we needed to know it was a chip a computer chip Mm -hmm. yes but what i'm saying is with that the base that still held the bomb that would shoot it would still be active that wouldn't affect that yeah, so we're, well, I think the, I think the he, dumbest he part of this them back. The dumbest part of this that we're missing is the fact that this chip is in the bottom piece of the thing where they got to pull all the bowls out, the balls out to get to it. Like, who fucking designed this thing and, and thought, oh, you know what's a good idea? Let me put the chip in the most un ungettable place that I can find no. on here instead of just like an access panel. I think right. it's come out it wasn't being is, you're, right, 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 Phoenix, right, you and you pull it out and there it is so pull it out a little bit go eh, and push it back in like but, because at one point in the movie when he pulls it out the chip is literally in the middle of of the string of pearls what are you telling me that the rock wasn't accurate in anything <laughs> well here, here's the problem this with is the movie the... overall and it doesn't fucking matter and right. that's what I feel throughout the entire movie. I go, oh, it. I don't. It doesn't. I, I don't care. Right. Exactly. But I'm just saying, like, like, you know, this is where my mind goes whenever I watch something. So just, well, I, I interpret that scene completely different than you, and I still don't care. So I don't care either. It, it doesn't do anything 
wrong for me. It's just it's just questions I have throughout the movie. Like that was an interesting. Um, I want to encapsulate the authenticity of this film in one quote <laughs> from Mr. Okay. Michael yes. Bay. Let's get to Mr. So. Uh, Everyone is equal, Michael Bay. The studio wanted this movie to be shot in Los Angeles with a handful of exteriors of Alcatraz in San Francisco to complete the illusion. Michael Bay said, fuck no. I got to shoot on the island because this island is so Wicked. fucking bitching. Bro. Bro. <laughs> he does say so, bro at the end of that quote. That is what you're dealing with when it comes to The Rock. Because this mm -hmm. island is so, so fucking, fucking bitching. <laughs> yeah, so when you talk about inaccuracies, let's talk about how every fucking car in this movie explodes with with every little touch that it gets to it. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Nothing made any fucking sense. Yeah, it's called The Rock, and it's about an island, a, 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 a prison island, and there is a in-the-city uh, uh, a chase scene with cars because there okay. has to be because of be, be, because because Michael Bay. No, right. no, Michael Bay did not want to do these. He did not want to do that chase sequence. The producers. So Bruckheimer did this movie change his life forever? <laughs> and Bruckheimer and Simpson, who died during this movie, because of his fucking drug habit, showed up and we're like, we gotta do this and. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff in this movie, if you if you look into it. And none of it was Michael Bay's fault, which is weird, because I don't care about Michael Bay. I really don't give a fuck about him. I've never seen the Transformers no. movies. I won't. I just don't give a shit. My, yeah, I and, don't my, care. and my point is, like, Michael Bay is such a meme of this. Like, yes. You know what I mean? So when I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, Michael Bay. More Michael Bay. And Michael Bay, like, because, like, you know, like, I he's never done anything worth anything. No, Bad Boys, the first Bad Boys, I liked it, but my he had a great, uh, he had a great <laughs> Mastercard right, well, commercial, <laughs> or he had he had a great credit card commercial. Michael Bay, I'll give him that. Watch the first Bad Boys again. It is actually I love Bad Boys. The second one, I there fucking go, that's hate. Better. Third one's fine. So apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger was offered the role yes. of John Patrick Mason. But at the time, the script was only 80 pages with lots of handwriting and scribbles, and it didn't seem fully baked. He regretted not playing the part years later. But Sean Connery could see through all that bullshit. <laughs> they gave me lots of money, and they told me I could do whatever I wanted, and I said, okay. It's like, uh, you know, it has to be Sean Connery. I mean, and, you know, and and the things that they have Sean Connery doing, it's like, this man cannot do this. <laughs> I just I just read the quote about Michael Bay in the boiler room in the Alcatraz. Can, can we do guy. a little game here where everyone holds up two hands? And you put up a finger if you've seen the movie. Dick. What? You put up a finger if you've seen the movie he directed. Okay. Bad Boys. Armageddon, The Rock, uh, Pearl Harbor. Unfortunately, um, Bad Boys Two. I think I've seen uh, The two. Island. I think I've seen that one. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Yes, I know. Transformers. Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Transformers: Dark of the Moon. 
Pain and Gain. Oh, I didn't see that one. Transformers Age of Extinction. 13 okay, Hours. Transformers The Last Night. I couldn't finish it. Six Underground. I couldn't watch that either. I did watch Six Underground. So that one was good. Who has what? Sorry, I have six. I have 12. Nine. Dick, hold on. I have 12. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nine. wow. 12. I've seen at least Michael Bay. I wow. saw most of the Transformer movies, and I'm still regretting that. You know, did I, you watch, the only reason. Did you, did you see Six Underground? No. It was I actually. It was actually really good. Like I was pleasantly surprised. Is that the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. I've tried to finish Transformers the Night one. Uh, Mark so many, it, well, the other, the second Mark Wahlberg it is so bad. I, I can Anthony Hopkins is the only thing that makes you worth watching it. Oh, he did two Mark Wahlberg ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's awful. It's is so. He bad. Is there Extinction and last night? Uh, no, just Mark Wahlberg. Uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins right. is only in one of them. Okay, Mark Wahlberg's in two of them. Okay, Mark you. Wahlberg's in two of them. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've seen either of the Mark Wahlberg. They're movies. awful. He also has. So, they're fucking terrible. I'm oh, sorry. What's his directing? <laughs> he also has Ambulance in Robopocalypse coming out. <laughs> oh God, Robopocalypse! So here's my rankings for Michael Bay. I put it. So, number one, Bad Boys. Number two, Armageddon. Number three, probably The Rock. I'll be honest. I want to put it lower as a joke, but yeah. So, it's number three for me. I like Armageddon more, which is not a great movie, but I still No, it's not awful. But I'd rather watch it than than The Rock. Talk about it. She she used to be my neighbor. The I am number four um, leading actress. Now she's... I'm a number four on the unemployment line. Yeah. So, but she's very I have, nice. I do have a number of questions for you guys. Uh, first, let's get to the questions Dick posed earlier. Con Air versus The Rock. Because um, they're almost kind of the same movie. Not even. Where it is so ridiculous. And this will definitely lead into Dick and Jansen's question of, is this is this the beginning of the end of Cage's you know, career? I just want to say I would rather watch um, Con Air, but I think this is a better movie. I just think mm-hmm. Con Air is more entertaining. I think yeah. it, it wasn't so much that I think this is the beginning of the end of like his career. I think that this was a acknowledgement piece of me seeing Nicolas Cage's acting not, not f- giving me a full hand, right? It, yeah. it's it seemed all over the place it didn't seem put together and it was just kind of a smorgasbord of bullshit <laughs> um, where in previous movies at least it was consistently bad or consistently good or consistently something to me i mean wow. just watch trapped in paradise and nick cage can't even pick a fucking accent sure. no i People love that movie. I've got I've never gotten more shit on YouTube than my review of that movie. I gave you the most shit of that movie out of it's that movie. Not a good movie. It's really I love not. that movie. I really I do. do. I used to, but I watched it as an adult and go, fuck this movie. That's the same same thing with me in the uh the first Punisher movie. I loved that movie as a kid. I thought it was the shit, the one with uh John Travolta. And then I rewatched it as an adult. I was like, This this movie's fucking bad. Like Which the way? acting is what? What the cheese one with um 
I couldn't with, hear it. What movie? Oh, uh, The Punisher. Okay. With, with John yeah. Travolta. Yeah. Punisher Warzone is a great movie. Wait, a great what movie. Punisher are you talking about? The Punisher with... Um, John Travolta. Um, huh? The one with John Travolta. Yeah, but you say that. I don't remember John Travolta being the Punisher. Thomas, the Jane, Thomas Jane's Punisher. Yeah, that one. That's what I'm talking about. The problem with the Punisher, though, was you have to feel bad for the writer-director because they told him, you're going to have a $90 million budget to make this movie. Okay, and he wrote it that way. The day they started shooting, he said, oh, by the way, your budget's $30 million. So they took like half the budget. He goes, huh? So he had to rewrite the script and rethink the movie mm-hmm. on the first day of shooting. Like, that's fucked up. And that nobody oh, should go through that. That isn't going from 90 to 30. That's going from 90 to six because yeah. is already signed on so that's there's 12 I was yeah say, exactly yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's so you're already over budget yeah. with your casting yeah. <laughs> so he's already fucked so that's what the scenes in florida when they're shooting those scenes where thomas jane dies is like so cheesy but it, i i watch it and i go okay it's fine punisher war zone is right awesome. on my alley, though i well, love Pre- it pleasure war zone is a fucking it's brilliant B movie. I think is she French, the director of that movie? I think so, yeah. She no, no, no. It's Lexi Alexander. She's not French. Yeah. It's a woman. Yeah, and she's British. Yeah. She she Yeah, she's it's Lexi Alexander, yeah. yeah. Women can't direct job. movies. No, and it's a, and it's a woman. Like she she fucking nailed it. She was great. That movie is so yeah. much block, it's fun. And then when, nothing when, Punisher I care about after that. When when you have a movie. Where the heart, they're doing parkour off of, off of the roof, and the Punisher blows one up with a rocket launcher. What it's are gold. they doing? It's a great movie. Parkour. They're they're jumping for. They're doing their flips yeah. and shit. They do that fucking B District B nineteen nonsense that the French invented. It's where but, like they jump from building to building. It's funny because on IMDb, the Punisher Warzone has a lower rating than the original oh, Punisher. Oh, yeah, I know because sure. people are stupid for sure. <laughs> Because yeah, yeah. it doesn't have Thomas Jane and, and actors. It has Ray, what's his fucking name? Stevenson. Ray Stevenson and Ooh. nobody else. Yeah. But when like, Ray Stevenson punches nobody at all. When Ray Stevenson uses his fist and punches through a man's face because his nose is hauled out from those cocaine use. It's got that's Wayne a Knight. great movie. It's got Wayne Knight in it though. He's yeah, he plays microchip. Well, Jansen, speaking of Dexter, it's got it's got Ray Stevenson. He's in there and but he'll People do parkour into the room and then poof, shotgun. The first mm-hmm. thing they see. That movie is <laughs> fucking hilarious for all the wrong reasons. It's mm-hmm. a B movie and it's That's so awesome. enjoyable. When, when yeah. Jigsaw's getting all the gangs together and he's like, "You gotta come join us," and they have like the American flag in the background and he's being pat. It's hilarious. I don't want to pitch another podcast, but if you want, I definitely recommend. How did this get made? They have an episode with Lexi Alexander on there. Mm. Uh, it's one of their first episodes they ever did. And she just goes, here's all the cards on the table. It's bad, but I made it as best I could with the budget I had. And you just realize she just made a badass movie for us. Yeah. And yeah. I went from hating the movie to going, she's right. She yeah. That's what she could do. She made a fun movie. It's terrible. Well, and see, that's kind of how I felt about the original Punisher movie as a kid because it was like gritty and like raw and like, yeah, yeah, some of the acting is garbage, but like it felt visceral and like I really enjoyed it as a kid. It was the first like really like bloody shoot 'em up movie that I ever really watched as a kid, aside from like 
the Matrix, which is not really bloody or anything, but it's got a lot of guns or whatever. A little yeah. too much of Rebecca Romaine and Ben, what's his name? Foster. With, with the piercings everywhere. Yeah, Ben Foster. Ben yeah. Great actor. But it was yeah, awkward. Actor, but, but it was yeah. awkward, right? And it made you like feel something and like kind of like get grossed out and like yeah. But I like That's the I like about it. I, I really like the storyline of there's a weirdo next door who looks like he's killing people every night. And that's kind of where you watch the movie from. And yeah. doesn't eat, but drinks whiskey. Yeah. But the problem is they didn't commit to that outside premise enough where you're just watching him through the door and like someone goes and spies on him. They're completely disconnected from the entire storyline. Yeah. And when, they, and when Punisher Dirty Laundry oh, is like... Sorry. Oh, The Rock, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, it's comparable because The Rock yeah. is schlock. It, it is schlock on another level. It almost approaches schlock, and then it just goes, no, no, we're a big action movie. Yeah. And you're like, eh. We're Michael Bay, Don Armageddon. Why well, I like it more, because it just goes, we're fucking schlock. We're, we're rolling Emmerich schlock. Ship yeah, but Armageddon's a Michael Bay, is a Jerry Brookhair movie, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, I it just want to point out, I want to point out that we're on a tangent. Not really. No, we're not at all. Well, yeah. I mean, now we're coming back to it, but yeah, so we, yeah. I you're, about, it you're about five minutes too late on that. that yeah, I already know, brought it back to the rock. We're talking about the rock now. Your mom's a rock. My mom would want. Oh, to oh, oh she's go home and lose it. Talk about that best. Can I question you here? Winners go home and fuck the queen. My mom's been single for a couple decades now. She's hey, all right. You're gonna be off my wedding. Can you and your wife come to a consensus? And uh, my mom's dead, asshole. I'm not talking to you, Frank. Fuck her off. Are you, are you asking me to whack your mom? Yes, no, I whack her. Fuck her. Oh no, no, no. sorry, no can do. <laughs> it was whacker. Ah, no so that was the reason we had Jansen on the show. That's a no go, and he's gone. <laughs> that right. traitor. That traitor. <laughs> right. So quitter. Can since we're on the tone. Can we agree we'll only talk about The Rock from here on out? No. We need to get the fuck out of here. True. The Rock. It's 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 tonally we we're talking about before we started. All over the place. It's all over the place, but it's not all over the place in a fun way. It's all over the place in like a, why are they doing this? Why is there a gay guy, super gay guy cutting his hair? Yeah, the choices then, they made. In this well, and then they turned dramatic with, with on, Ed let, Harris. Let, yeah. let Frank continue. I'm just saying the choices that they made. It's like, who's making these choices? Is this like a committee, or or like, is this like, um, it, was there seven people making choices, but they only got one day of the week to do well, it? There, like, they do explain that in the trivia for IMDb. This movie was completely rewritten like seventy times. Yes, and 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 all of it, Nick Cage's it, dialogue is ad libbed. Most of it. You why can does the camera keep going out. So you can t- you can tell that yeah. this was rewritten a lot. <clears throat> well, well, Qu- Quinn Tarantino wrote on it. Um, a, a few other uh, Jonathan Hensley, who directed The Punisher, wrote I'm, on this. I'm talking about choices to where the end of this movie is. He's in a 1930 jalopy, right? That says "Just Married" on the back. There's no way this car is driving. Hi, honey. You want to know who killed JFK? I think this is the one time that Tarantino showed up because they end and they go into a, a, a wedding parlor and they get married. 
and it looks just like the 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 wedding place from Straight Kill Bill. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. To the point where I looked it up, and I go, "Oh no, that one's got some wider arches on the side. That's different." Could have been redone. Yeah. And Michael Parks is so odd. It's like it's such an odd choice. Like, well, I mean, we could we could argue that this is where the movie separates into two different directions, where it goes one way goes into National Treasure and the other way goes into Kill Bill. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and also, you have the villains. You have Ed Harris and McGinley, and like because the, they have their reasons to be doing this. And then David Morris is in it too. He's the other guy. Yeah. And then it's 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 Tony Todd and the other guy turn on him because they're just like we're not going to do this anymore. He goes, what the fuck are you talking about? We go, what the fuck? You know, Tony Todd gets all mad. Yes. And then they they turn on, they kill all the colonels and all his guys. So it's kind of an interesting twist. Thank you. Yeah. I I definitely want to talk about that because yeah. my my favorite part of this entire movie is all the Ed Harris stuff. Yeah. He was great. He was fascinating to me. You mean the Ed Helms stuff? Ed Helms, Ed Helms is great. <laughs> but all his stuff is super fucking interesting, and the rest of it, agree. I don't, I don't really care. No. Like yeah. the, it it's is, those, it's those one-off moments that he has facing the camera, talking to that like committee or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's like so intense, and you're like, man, this is this is Ed Harris. Like this is the well, shit I want. Funny you bring that up because Ed Harris hated the close-ups. Really hated close ups. He goes, I act on my entire body. Why are you shooting a close up? Mm. So he hated Michael Bay. It's like, it's like, but then the Truman Show, he had a lot of close ups. So what the fuck is he talking about? Well, it depends on the role. He's in a chair on the Truman Show. <laughs> yeah, but still, he's acting with his whole body. He's acting, period. Maybe he hated it then. I don't know. I didn't look into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go call I'm gonna call Ed and ask him what the deal is. Ed Harris is, but I have guy. Ed Helms' number, so it's the wrong guy. <laughs> hey, well, how was the how was Truman Show and how was Westworld? This Who is, the fuck is this. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, and like and like okay. uh, uh, Ed, Ed Harris's secondhand man is is uh, is uh, the uh, main character of the greatest movie ever made. Um, uh, you, you, that that's Stephen King. Uh, man. No. Um, the Night Flyer. No, uh, fuck. Um, the, Langoliers. the Langoliers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, David Morris. He's a good character actor. So let's let's just go down the cast here because we have Sean Connery, Nick Cage, Ed Helms, John Spencer, who's the Ed Helms, <laughs> Ed Harris. You, no, you got <laughs> oh, that. Right? Okay. You got that. Okay. Yeah. David Morris, William Forsyth, who's great in this. Yeah, he's good. He's always good. Uh, Michael Keane, uh, John C. McGinley. Um, Tony Todd, uh, Bokeem Woodbine, the guy from Shawshank Redemption. Bokeem's been in a lot lately too, hasn't he? Yeah, he works a lot. Bokeem's been in a fucking lot. He's in Spencer yeah. Confidential on Netflix. Saw that the other oh, day. I never saw that. He, he was, was in it. He's, he's good. He's actually really good in it. He was the movie's in, not very uh, good. Fargo. Yeah. 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 He works a lot. David Morris is great. He's in a he's ton of my favorite stuff. Ed Harris is a very underrated actor, if you ask me. I was going to say, he's probably the most underrated actor in Hollywood because nobody talks about him. Nobody ever gives him credit. He's my favorite part of this schlock movie. Mm -hmm. He's in Westworld. He's my favorite character in that show. His acting in Westworld is next level. It's next level. He makes everyone else look stupid in that show. mm -hmm. And he's also in, like, Beautiful Mind. And he has a 
he's imaginary in that movie, and he still outshines Russell Crowe. Right. <laughs> the guy's guy fucking awesome. Yeah, he really and is. I feel like he's gotten... I don't know if he's ever won an Oscar. I don't think Come on. so. He's, I mean, he got the astronauts back home in politics. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like people go, that's at Helm. That's... That's Ed Ed Helms. Helms. Oh, yeah. that, that time, Jansen, you got me. You, you broke into my mind. Ed Harris is the astronaut guy who got the astronauts back home. <laughs> he worked in Houston. That's it. But, yeah. like, he's great in that fucking everything. You know what we have not talked about in this entire movie? So we're talking about Nick Cage. Yes. Who? It's because I said this from the beginning. This is not a Nick Cage movie. Like I said, I'm getting to all of your points you made in the opening one at a time. And here we are. Jansen, completely agree. Only I differ on the fact that I don't think it's Sean Connery's movie. I think it's Ed Helms. Er, damn you. <laughs> Ed Harris's movie. No, I, I, I don't disagree with that. It begins um, with him. I, I'm thinking if I'm looking at it from a protagonist uh, protagonist perspective, it's, it's, it's Sean Connery's. He is the protagonist, right? And um, that that's why I say it's a Sean Connery movie. Also, he got top billing. Like, I mean, give me a break. He's he's in the middle. He's in the front. You got top billing. He's the main character. I don't care what anybody else says. Though Tony Todd has the best line in the whole movie, where stupid Nick Cage is saying, "Well, you're the Rocket Man." He goes, "I don't listen to that soft ass shit." I was gonna put I, I was gonna put Jansen Rocket Man Carlin tonight. Ah, why it. didn't you? I forgot. You're the Rocket Man. You're the Rocket Man. It's you. You're the Rocket <laughs> Man. You're the Rocket Man. I don't like that soft ass shit. You a-hole. You're a bunch yeah. of effing dorks, you a-holes. <laughs> dumb idiots. Dumb and then, let's, dumb. Not, let's not forget Nick Cage. This is, okay, so is this the beginning of the quirky action hero? No. no what would you say is the first? The death of it. <laughs> well, because this is like the character. It's Nick Cage. He's a scientist. He's not an action hero. He's a scientist chosen to do this job because of the virus. And, and just, he collects vinyl records. Even I, the year before. I just want to say, though, right? Broken Arrow was quirkier. Yeah. But I, well, I, I, I just want to Arrow. say, I, no, I just want to say that Nick Cage's skills are extremely specialized, then they do not cross paths with each other. You're either a, a biochemical, like, super geek, or you're. Your 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 a demolition. Um, Isn't this the same year as Broken Arrow, though? <laughs> no. I love Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow is ninety five. Yeah, actually, you might be. It might be I don't know. I gotta look that up. I, I'm kind of curious. Looking at right now. Yeah, look that up. You probably yeah, it is the same year, right? I don't know. Rock yeah, is ninety six. They're both ninety six. Well, there you go. There you go. No. I like. I would rather watch Broken Arrow fifteen times in a row than The Rock. Same. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, I like Broken Arrow a lot. Yes, it was. That was one of the first action movies my mom showed me that she well, loved because she loves John Travolta. I love Broken Arrow, and then I went to the theater bow, and, bow, 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 and I saw Face Off, and I go, "I know these people. Here we go." Bow, 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 bow. And I watched it. I'm like, yes. Here we f- I watched Face Off in the oh, theater, and I was I was coming in my pants as a thirteen year old. I was so excited. So when I watched The Rock, I go eh, nothing. I feel yeah. nothing when I watch this movie. Yeah, I never I saw The Rock in theater. 
Dum, 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 dum. My mom's, a huge, okay, my mom's a huge Travolta fan, so I've seen Broken Arrow and Face Off like 13 times with her alone. What Urban Cowboy? Negative. Yes, definitely. Never seen it. Has commented, um, R.I.P. Adam. Mm-hmm. Hmm. True. I'm all right. I wrote this. Um... <laughs> ah! Better, Frank. I get. It. I get it. I get jokes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh. um, Does this have a soundtrack like Con Air though? I didn't. Uh... I didn't like. Does it have I, that twangy guitar rift in this movie? No, that was Broken Arrow. Was that I don't Broken Arrow? I really noticed bow, the bow, soundtrack. Bow, bow, bow. Like, that, that's Broken. Oh, that's Con Air. Yeah, it's. I don't it's know. One of those movies. Oh, yeah. It's the Bruckheimer movies. Definitely like. Yeah, that, that's have that, that music that twangy yeah. guitar. Lethal Weapon. Wow! <laughs> Like, oh, stop it. Face Off has the in excess, oh, though. Getting too old. In excess, but barely. No, no, it's barely, but I still like that song, though. It's a good song. Yeah, they hung at the rest early. Because he jerked off and hung himself. Hung himself, yeah. Just they like David Carradine. All then hung themselves out. Just like them. Kill Bill. It's yeah. all full circle. Yeah. How many oh. different color filters do they put on this movie? I it's saw not a Michael Mann movie. I saw red. Saw green. <laughs> like, green a lot. Yeah, green and blue dominated this movie because oh. the island's just so fucking bitching. Anytime their their subsurface is just green. Yeah, green and filters it, means below the surface. Yeah. Above is red, orange. You know, did, light did colors. You, Mainland you know was blue. Sean Connery didn't want to go back and forth from the island, so they built yeah. him a cabin on Alcatraz. Yeah, I so would have uh, too. I'm not going back and forth. Oh, I, yourself. Okay. Do you know that the natives called Alcatraz Bird Island? Did you know it used to be a Civil War fort? Dick. Do you know they wrote great. that song uh, about those Indians that tried to escape there? Uh, that uh, wonderful rock and roll song? Did you Dick. know we need to wrap this shit up? Dick, this is our <laughs> second episode talking about Alcatraz. Yes, it is. A couple weeks ago, we did Birdman of Alcatraz, a Frankenheimer movie. A John Frankenheimer film. Yeah. It's it was so good. Hot. It's just complete fiction, but it was good. Yes. Agreed. If you're going to do a movie called that at a real place, it should not be fiction. I have a couple speed round for you guys. A couple right. questions. Does the not swearing for Nick Cage's character until he kills, he only swears when he kills, does that work for you, Dick? Fine. Didn't care. Chance didn't I I couldn't say that I noticed it actively. Um, Frank, I think it's like... I think it's on brand for the character. Frank. Now that you mentioned, I think it's a it's a cool uh, fact, but I didn't even notice. I think it's stupid. It's just like Willie's Wonderland. I'm not going to speak the whole movie. Fuck you, Cage. Um, next question. Uh, favorite character? I already I already addressed mine. Definitely Ed. Helms. I caught myself there, Jansen. Uh, Dick? Sean Connery's daughter. Except you didn't catch yourself. You said, 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 Clara said Forloni. Oh, I put it in giant quotes. Oh. I'm trying from, to get back to my daughter. From Mallrats? Uh, from Mallrats. I'm sorry you're in Mallrats, honey. I'm sorry your career never took off. Uh, honestly, who's your favorite character, Dick? Uh, Sean Connery. 
Wow. Okay. Jansen sounds like Sean Connery as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it really all comes down to that one last point where he comes and saves his ass the end and snaps the dude's neck. Cool. That's it. That's all I got. Frank, Speedy enough character. for you? Fucking asshole. Ed Harris. <laughs> Ed Harris is definitely the correct answer. So this John C. McGinley. <laughs> Michael Bean. William Forsythe. Right. Um, have you seen The Siege? And if so, do you compare it to this movie? I have. I do. I just finished it today again. The scene wow. with, with um, Bruce Willis, his ooh. character is very similar to Ed Helms, where he's a he's an army guy. He gets out of control. Takes you, you're over. gonna be saying that all year now. Am I? I you it. said Ed Helms without even a bat of an eye. Yeah, yeah. you know what? You said I Ed heard it. it I just ruined it. my brain. It is. <laughs> it went from like I knew it to I didn't know it to now I'm just. And I only said it one time. It's not like I've been like like. <laughs> No, but you get to witness like the slug going into my brain. I've never back into the left. You are Ed done. Harris is definitely it reminds me of that character. I've never Harris seen the siege. Okay. Well, the right. siege is more about terrorism than it is about yes, um but the domestic terrorism. This is that was more that, uh, the siege is more about Muslim terrorism. Foreign, sir, and domestic. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so Frank. <sighs> But it is a very similar character of someone who's overstepping their boundaries for the good of their nation, you know, in quotes. That's why I compare it to this. And that's why I really like Ed Harris in this movie, because (laughs) he thinks he's right. And those are always the best villains where they think they're right. It's not just super fucking obvious to us that they're wrong. I think the important thing to take away from Ed Harris is position in this movie though too is that the the intent was never to actually fire these it was to yeah. threaten right and and that i think creates a whole, whole new level um for his character and, and really does bring yes. him out as as a uh, as a good martyr in the movie that's why i like it i don't, don't want to call him a martyr but but that is why well, fiction, when, fiction so yes, when, but that's yeah. why he's so interesting is because he goes they called our bluff because they make the rocket go up he he discourses it without telling anyone tony todd's like what the fuck happened he goes they called our bluff let's give up all right we got all these prisoners here they called our bluff we're done now we are david what he was doing was philosophical he his 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 character was the only one that actually had meat on its bones he cared about the plight everybody else was just blindly following yes except they're in for the money they're they're uh, in for the money not david moore I just want to say about Ed Harris. I think the funniest fucking part of this whole movie was when, uh, you know, um, the other two Marines that, that, you know, they landed at Alcatraz, ran all around, set up uh, two rockets and then reported to Ed Harris. And he was just like, gentlemen, you did a fucking outstanding job. Your reputations precede you. Thank you, General. It's like they landed. They ran, and then they said hi. Like, yeah. holy shit! What they do? They didn't do anything yet. <laughs> what is he talking about? Right. Like Ed Harris was so like, holy shit! You're oh my god. Now, do you yeah. think this, Ed Harris is playing the same character from The Stand, even though he did blow his brains out? <laughs> true. It's true. It's a. I, I thought it was really, a miracle. Here's a. 
it's a movie everyone's seen. We don't we didn't go into detail. We don't need to. Everyone's fucking seen this movie. So we're kind of doing like little glimpses here and there. But it is like you know, he shows up, uh, they get uh Sean Connor out of prison. He's been there against his will for 30 fucking years. And it's a just because he had some secrets from back in the day. And that's it. So eventually at the end, he's still alive. Uh, Nick Cage's character is still alive. He goes, yeah, in the walkie. He's like, yeah, he died. He got blown up. He got, yeah, he got, he got incinerated by the bomb. They all show up on the island, and the guy's like, William Forsyth's like, he got, what happened to uh, Mason? He goes, he died. He got thrown out in the ocean. He goes, oh. And you yeah. get like a wink, wink. It's fun. Because he knows, <laughs> William Forsyth knows he's not dead. He gets it. He doesn't care. He, he ignores it. That's I love that shit in movies. I really do. I'm a sucker for that. I will admit it. Yeah, at that point, he's like, yeah, as he should. He should get yeah, out of here. He, he agrees with that, and he's like, oh, I won't say a fucking word. You can tell You can tell everything from one glance from William Forsyth's face. Mm-hmm. He's like, gotcha. And and then fucking Womack shows up, and he's like, what happened? I need to know what happened to Mason. And what happened? He's like, eviscerated, sir. He Apparently, that happens. And he goes, it can't. That's not even real. Can that really happen? He's like, apparently you can, yeah. He goes, all right. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nick Cage. Happen, sir. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It could happen, mm-hmm. yeah. Can I get some cocaine over here? Let's do a line. But that's the end of the movie. Ultimately, this is a Nick Cage show. How do we want to discuss the cage in the movie? How many cages are I would say that this is probably the cagiest of Cage. No, I don't know. This could be because well, he's no, he, he plays the part. Frank, hold on. Let Frank, him find his cage. He plays the Everyone part. Everyone has with, their own cage. He is ad libbing the whole movie. He decides to ad lib with no cursing unless he kills somebody. Okay. He. I'm just saying that's his character choice because I guess if he can kill somebody. The sin of cursing is okay. I don't know. After you murder someone, I guess you can say fuck. I don't know. In his brain, I guess that's the case. But okay, um, a-hole. A-hole. cut the chat. A-hole. Well, trying to Juice find any meat on it, uh, trying to find any inspiration to draw from to to make him play the character. This character is insane. Well, the, the, he's and he's so over the. I mean, he's over the top and everything. Obviously, yeah, he's more restrained in this because I think he's figuring out the action star status. He he's figuring out. Oh wait a minute, I could play it like this to eleven and get away with it because I can just say it's it's the sh- it's the schlock, it's the fun of the genre, which is what he's doing. Because you see him in these movies, he's awful. You see him in movies like Adaptation, he's really good. So he goes from like bad to good. Within like one movie, it's like, how does he do that? Like, I really liked him in War or Lord of War. I thought it was, yeah, was great in it. You Lord know? of War is more of a serious movie, exactly. Yeah, I picked that because it's my favorite Nick Cage movie, other than Face Off. It's a good movie. Uh, okay, so that's where, I mean, yeah, well. that's where Dick feels. Uh, that's, that's the Dick feel, <laughs> Sick uh, feel. rock hard Dick feel. Jansen, what do you feel about Cage in this movie in particular? Um, I, I don't think. I necessarily agree with Dick. I don't think Nick Cage gave two seconds thought to what he was going to do in this movie. Um, I think he showed up and I think he played himself and, and did his did his normal thing and is really settled into this 
just awkward delivery that literally starts in the beginning of the movie when they're having the conversation between him and his girlfriend, right? It's throughout, it it resonates throughout the whole movie. He has his ups and downs and everything and he goes a little off the handle, but I think he's, he's full Nick Cage throughout the whole thing. Frank. Hmm. Huh? (laughs) We spent 10 minutes. Okay. Cage in the movie. How do you feel? I mean, he's Nick, he's Nick Cage. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know. Mm, you want to suck this face, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, 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 Not the Criterion version of the rock. That's, the Cage cast. The Cage cast picture you came up with. <laughs> now, see, I would have liked to have seen the character that. Um, no, I now I want to I I, I want to answer this question with Phoenix if oh, I may. please do. I'm okay. waiting for it. Yeah, Phoenix. please get to it. It'd be great. Yeah. How many different cages exist in this movie? In this movie, you got yeah. Quirk Cage a little yeah, bit, a little bit. O- only the problem is it's subdued Quirk Cage. So mm-hmm. it's and then you got Action Cage. You don't got Quiet Cage that much. You don't got rage cage you get a little bit of it's like half foot in quirk half foot in rage cage that's it mm-hmm. okay. that's what i'll give it that's kind of what that's kind of what my my feelings were like that's kind of what my thought process was too it's like it seems like he just showed up did his thing well, and, and didn't think too much worse. about it he didn't think too much about it i agree i'm gonna acknowledge both your 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 things you just said there in a second guys let frank finish here and then we'll get to that because you both have great points. No, no, I mean, but he's also got great actor cage. And then he's got really bad actor cage. Well, that that's a whole different thing. I don't I don't think that's Dark ever cage. been decided if he's a good or bad actor, right? He's a great well, no, he's a great actor. No, he is. He's, he's been in some stuff that's amazing. Yes. I mean, he's been good in stuff, yes. And he's been like really a- bad too. Yes. Well, no. It, right, but I, I also think to an extent, I think to an extent, he's been good. He's been good and great in things that lend themselves to Nick Cage's type of acting. Right. You right. can make that argument for Johnny Depp. Yes. True. That Johnny Depp has always been a bad actor. Here's the thing with Cage: if he's you let it. Cage decide too many things, he's bad. If you direct Cage towards your vision, he's good. Other than that, he's just Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and this movie, they let him do too much. They let, and that's why I'm going to go against what Jansen said. That's why I'm going to address both your things here on the, on the right side of the panel. Is Jansen, he actually wrote most of his dialogue. He controlled a lot of what he did. On It seems like he just showed up and said, what the fuck ever. No, no, he was way in control of what he did, which is the fucked up thing. He, he was in control of most of the humor of the movie. I'll take pleasure in gutting you. Yeah, he decided to swear throughout the movie. He decided on that. That wasn't anybody else. He decided that he was gonna. The only reason Sean Connery signed on in the movie is because Nick Cage signed up. That's it. Which is fucked up. That's amazing. It's a lot of control over a movie. Uh, If I could, I will just say Nick Cage is a little too boring in this for me. And going off what Dick just said, Con Air is way more boring than this for as far as roles go. I think 
here we go. Look at Conair on the right side. Quality of cage. Conair's dead bottom. I hate him in Conair. He's fucking terrible. Rock is not way up at number six for me. On the left side here, quality of the movie. I got him at number seven. I liked it better than uh, a little less than Mandy. I liked it better than Weatherman Dick. He put Zandalay at 30. <laughs> Zandalay's the fucking worst because he that movie's fucking garbage. Yeah, but the but 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 the cage intro is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it's great as shit, but we'll look at the right side. Zandalay is number 17 over here mm-hmm. on the right side, which is how good cage is in the movie. That's why yeah. I have two lists, is because he is gr- either great in a movie that's terrible or bad in a movie that's great. Like it, it's weird. He's a, got a weird career. And that's why when we try to like decipher, I hate to get too like <laughs> existential on it. It's like, how do you decipher how great he is versus the movie? And that's why I have two lists of kind of like, how do you? You don't have Ghost Rider on neither one. I haven't watched it yet in the show. I'm, I'm oh so, my god! Hold on, hold on. I gotta ask a, a real quick question. I'm so confused on how Mom and Dad is so high up on these lists. <laughs> okay, I'm just wondering that. Like, we uh, watched that one together. We did. What? It's not a good movie. The Number Wicker three. Man. But it, he's better in it than the movie is. Number seven. And the Wicker Man is so... And Face so Off... Godly I, awful. I like Face Off more, which is why it's a number four. But his performance in Face Off is worse, which is why it's number eight. His Face Off in... I mean, his, his acting in Face... Him in Face Off was so bad. Like, it was... it For me, it was so bad it was good, though. Yes, but on me, on me. No, I go. Was so bad, it was bad or good. Cage was so bad, it was bad. Cage tried way too hard in Face Off because he tried to do. I can. He came off. Okay, so let's talk about this, Dick. We'll end on this. Cage being is this the beginning of the end? The first big giant movie he had was this. This is his first big action movie, The Rock. Next year, he had two in a row, Face Off, and then he went right from Face Off to Con Air. And then after that, he had... So there was three movies. So I can name two more. He had uh, National Treasure, National Treasure 2. He had Next. He had Goat, uh, Ghost Rider. Those are his seven big movies. Though I would say Drive Angry 3D is my favorite. But that was that was severely limited budget, and it was yeah, like, but that's a, went, that was oh, an indie oh, movie. I mean, that's the be- that's one of the greatest Nick Cage movies ever made. I love that movie, and I love him. I in do it love that movie. It's, it's Grindhouse. It's just a fucking grind. Which I was going to say it's like a Grindhouse movie. In yeah. Grindhouse, but when I saw time, that theater, I was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." I don't have it on the list. I don't haven't watched it yet on this show. Oh, so wonderful. I've seen all of these movies, both those columns. Only ones I haven't seen are Pig, which we're going to do next episode of this show. Oh. But, so there is definitely many schools of... Here's the problem with Nick Cage. It requires schools of thinking. Is he great in everything? No. Is he good in some stuff? Yes. Is he great in 10 things? Maybe five. Maybe five. No, seven things I'd say he's great in. The rest of it, he does what he wants, and that I appreciate more than anything. He just does whatever the fuck he wants, like Pig. He shouldn't be in that movie. He said that script sounds fucking fun, and that character sounds fun. I'll do it. Now it's killing IMDb and all these scores, and 
He's getting all his accolades, and people fucking love him in that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Is any Spider-Man Noir in uh, Multiverse? Yes, he's in Spider-Man uh, Into the Multiverse. Or whatever. Called. Yeah, that's I a watched. great movie. That's a great movie. He's great in it. That's he's great in it. Kick-Ass, oh, another great one. Number uh, 14 on the right, number five on the left. Have we reviewed Kick-Ass yet? Not yet. Oh, that's a good one. I say Kick-Ass is one of his top five performances. Yeah. I agree. Ass kicked. I don't agree, but it's my top ten. I think, I well, it would it would rank higher over on the movie side than it would on the Nick Cage performance side. I think the movie itself is way fun. Way fun. And that's what makes the cage thing so interesting is how do you rank the movie or the right. cage? Because sometimes so like that I, movie it's pretty even match, but the movie's way better than cages in that movie. Yeah. But it, he's great in the movie. There's not you can't default him on that. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Kryptonite <laughs> Nothing? Cool. You talking to me? Yeah. I said, oh, uh, what were you uh, going to say? No, you went. Uh, it, it looked like you were looking at Dick. I'm sorry. No. It, okay. Yeah. Look down when you're talking to me. <laughs> I'm not going to look down. What are we, Brady Bunch? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Just talk. I said your name. What more do you want? No, I, I didn't hear you say my name. That's why. Um. So you're, you're trying to end the point of why you don't agree with the. <laughs> So yeah, so um <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, but um my point is you were trying to answer or, or basically um counter what they what what, what those two um j- jackal said. Um because I agree with you. Like it's not the end of cage, it's the beginning of cage, I think. It's the it's the start of you know this this insane cocksucker who who basically has realized that he could pretty much do anything he wants and act however he wants and it'll work somehow it's the beginning of cage going oh i have a bunch of money let's not pay taxes on that money <laughs> and then it becomes I have to work in Bulgaria for 15 years. Here I go. We're making 75 movies over four and a half years in Bulgaria and Hungary. Thank God for Bollywood. Turkey and a bunch of shit. And then it's Cage now going, my taxes are paid off. I don't have a drug addiction. I want to make whatever the fuck I want now. I just want to do whatever's interesting. I'm done getting married every 30 seconds, even though he just got married again. Did he really? He did. He divorce in 10 months and lose half his money again. Yeah, it's not that Asian girl that he fucking married before. Oh, man. I, I married a waitress. You think that's a bad idea? As much as like, I, I like to make fun of myself, and, and obviously I definitely am a target for this, people send me Nick Cage shit all the time. <laughs> I, I wonder I why. I don't give a shit about the man personally. I really mm-hmm. don't. I don't want to. Like he got married. That's I don't know. You have a gigantic Nick Cage head. <laughs> As no, a bookmark, organic. It's the size of your head. As a bookmark. Yeah, I got it for a specific episode. I did. That's Don't you have like a Nick Cage pillow too? <laughs> a body pillow. How dare you! <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> anyway, no. Like, like I said, I'm an easy target. I don't give a shit. So you sleep but, with Nick Cage. 
But I no, it's below my desk. But I don't give a shit about him personally. I don't want to know. Shirts off of his mouth. I don't listen to him. He's below my desk. I don't listen to anything about him personally. I don't give a shit. So it's, I find it interesting now that he's like in the I don't give a fuck phase, and that's what I like about him now. Is he's like, I agree. Big fuck it, I'll do it. See what happens. Sure. People don't like it. He's just having a good time, and like I I think if more actors did that, we'd see a lot more quality overall movies coming out versus just like the blockbuster bullshit that has been. Well, I think about contemporaries like Charlie Sheen. If he did this, he'd be fucking rolling in in credits, like rolling in that cocaine. All he cares about money. He's like, I don't. I was in the most successful TV show of all time. Fuck, I don't give a shit. Right. I don't care. Fuck you. I'm not doing that. But like, if you cared to act, you could be in some interesting shit. Which Nick Cage. Not every movie's great, but a lot of it's interesting. Right. You're missing out. He made. What was that one we just end of we, rent. we did Nick Cage? What's the one where he's like a trucker? Oh, that was a while. That was last year. That was um <laughs> that one was so bad. I'm a truck driver. Between worlds. Between worlds. Didn't make say, any say, fucking I sense. I guess it's shipment over there but in it was, Kansas. It was, was so good. interesting and we couldn't stop watching. That was Yumi and Adam, and that was it. I remember. That was a good one. Yeah. He's a, plays a trucker piece of shit who can't stop. The best it. part of that is him outside showering with the hose and oh, that yeah. gift that came from that. <laughs> it's him with a teenage girl spraying off with a hose in the yard while uh, the girl from Run Lola Run is just watching. It's her daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fucked up. You're just another random what the fuck from Cage. Yeah. That's, Straight that's up. what he wants to do. Because I love about him. Fuck him. Like, not fuck him, but like, he's like, fuck it. I don't, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. I don't give a shit. That's what I love about Cage. You do not know what you're going to get out of this fucking guy. Oh, definitely. That's why I was so looking forward to the Nick Cage, uh, Joe Exotic show. And yeah. That sucks that that got canceled, but. All right. Ratings, guys. Let's end on this. I gave it a seven. I, I do enjoy this movie as much as I want like, to bash it. I do enjoy it, though. It's a seven. Dick. I give it a six. Wow. It's not my favorite. It's not It's not my... I don't... Like I said, I never saw it in the theater. I saw it the second hand on the video. I never thought it was anything special. I never really cared about it that much, so... I've never... This has never been a lexicon movie for me. Yeah? Jansen? Um, it's a solid seven for me. It's, it's one of those movies that can be on TV. You turn it on while you're cooking or whatever, and you just enjoy it, and... Yeah, I just like it. Frank? Eight. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking knew it. I've done way too many shows of Frank. I know exactly what he's going to say. Damn. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to give it a seven. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it, I can't argue with you because I, I do get why people love it. But also, it's not that great. No. But also, I like it. Like, yeah. It's a conundrum for me. There's so many odd choices that are made in this movie. It's like you can never, you know, like your mind cannot process the amount of them. <laughs> yeah, because I want to agree with Dick. I want to give it a six. I agree with the six. It deserves a four. <laughs> but I watch it and I go, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's I enjoyed it. I will... And then the performances of Ed, Ed Harris, not Ed Helms, is great. <laughs> I give it a seven. Because I love his character so much that I'd bump it up a score and it 
can't go wrong. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Um, we'll do plugs. We're going to do credits first. I do have a credit sequence, if you will. Nice. Adam, you chose this episode. Good choice. I know why you like it. I want to know what you gave it. I wish I could have your score, your cheese cheese curd score out of five for some fucking reason. Weirdo. It would be five cheese curds. Oh, yeah. He'd give it a, a Gouda. But yeah. we have to go with my score, which is seems like seven overall yeah. you're you're more swiss yeah swiss yeah, definitely cheese. More swiss. yeah but here we go with credit um, swiss, at least frank your plugs first because you're not in the outro for the show reddragonsradio.com okay Citizens of Wonderland, rejoice in the fact that we have covered another movie on the show. Go to liwstudios.com for more videos and podcasts. Subscribe to Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Search on Amazon for books by Richard Pierce. Until next time, and in the meantime, we are Phoenix West, Dick Dickett and Jansen Carlin. So long citizens. All hail our glorious leader. Shut off the fucking show now.